Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Lubcast. My name is Max Lebelzik and before we begin I just want to talk about a couple of uh, stats for the podcast. So I just want to take some time out to uh, thank each and every one of you for listening and following us all on our various um, social medias and, and things like that. Uh, it really, really does mean the world to all of us. Um, this has been a dream come true for all of us to be able to do this and to have people actually listen to us and to be growing and to watch this growth and to be able to work alongside my family members and my truly some of my best friends. I'm very honored to do so and I'm, I'm very thankful that uh, that we have an audience that is willing to listen to us and uh, talk to us and stuff like that. Um, I just wanted to shout out, so we officially have hit 1,200 listens. Um, we actually hit that a while ago. We're on almost at 1,300. I think we should actually, we'll probably hit that tonight or even before I put this out. We're now in 13 countries and 25 states. Um, this is just mind-boggling. Thank you all so much for the support. Um, we just wanted to, to also shout out um, some of like the most listened to areas and our top performing areas because uh, we have some analytics on that. Uh, Bedford, New Hampshire is number one. Followed by Statesboro, Georgia. Shout out to Statesboro, Georgia. I don't know if I know anyone there. So that's pretty cool that we have a little pocket of listeners there. Not a little pocket, a big pocket of listeners. They're our second most listened to area. Coming up in third, um, Elkton, Maryland. That's um, Jeff's hometown. Shout out Elkton. Oh, and I want to shout out Bedford too. That's number one. Um, That's me and Butsy and Jordan and Jared and um, I almost like Geo and and Philly and TH's. we're all and Justin. We're all from Bedford, uh, so shout out to our hometown. Uh, thank you for always being so supportive of what we do. Um, I've had you were you were, Bedford was really the area that's been driving this whole thing and has been um, keeping me afloat as well. And also started when when we first started this podcast or when I first started the podcast. Um, a lot of the people that reached out were from Bedford. So shout out Bedford. Thank you for being the first. And then. Um, Coming in at fourth, that's Franklin, Tennessee. I know some buddies out there. Thank you guys for listening. If it's who I think it is, and if not, well, thank you for listening either way. It doesn't matter, but yeah, shout out Franklin. And then this fifth one is one that was the first kind of really exciting area that we got listeners in and one that has been extremely consistent. And I I uh, was really excited to just watch it grow. And every time we put out an episode, we see some people there listen to it. So this one's probably... One I'm, um, if not most excited about uh, this one's Brussels, Belgium. Um, we have listeners there um, that have been it seems like consistent consistently listening. So thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to us, um, and we're only going to keep putting out more content for you. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back. I'm here with Jordan. As always, we're going to just recap the this upcoming Celtics game tonight, real quick, and then we're going to get into a fun segment that Jordan came up with. So. Just to start off, the Celtics are taking on the Warriors at 9 o'clock on Friday, June 10th. It's going to be a big game, game four. Uh, the Celtics are looking to tri- take a 3-1 lead. The Warriors are tri- make, looking to make it 2-2. It's going to be a interesting game. I'm not really sure. I, I, I think this is the game that we lose, um, unfortunately. But I just think the Warriors are really good, and they're going to put together a game plan and come back and counter the Celtics really well. And I also think we got beat up a little bit. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like every game in this series, it could go either way. I have yeah, no I idea. Yeah, I think it's back and happen. forth. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen. The Celtics are minus four. Uh, like, I don't I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. I think, honestly, what I'm looking for, the biggest storyline heading into this game is all the noise around Draymond. 
and yeah and the noise in the garden in general because it's a friday and it's a 9 p.m game it's gonna it's gonna be loud it's gonna be probably pretty vulgar in there and it's gonna be bad draymond draymond's gonna look out he just played the worst game of his career like i'm completely serious he's never had a worse game than that i don't know if anyone's ever had a worse game than that he was terrible but he's gonna throw in a couple of high school games (laughs) of high school jv games that were of that caliber that are up there with draymond's style i i think he's gonna come out tonight and be aggressive offensively try to get to the rim and also just try to like rough up some of our guys and be super overly physical um so we'll have to yeah we'll have to somehow combat that and Hopefully, like, Grant Williams can get tangled up with him and get a double tech or something. Yeah, and then get thrown out so we don't have to fucking deal with him because he's yeah. – actually, he had a good game last game, but he's not – if he can have continue to play well, then we need him. But he's been – this series wasn't really the series for him, and I think they're a little bit yeah. too fast for him. Grant – I mean, he's fine. He's just – he's not – he's never going to be the – the game seven grant like, no. from Milwaukee series. Well, it's just because it's the Warriors. If it, he matches up against better against better teams, I'm a huge yeah. Grant Williams fan. He's he's a necessary. I think like he's an untouchable on our team because um, he's such a a stopper and for specific players that are that is really important, especially in the Eastern Conference. So I'm just worried that we're not going to get the Rob Williams game again. I think that was. I think he might have octaned out like um, everything. You know. I don't know. I think honestly, just having Rob on the floor makes our defense so good. Like whenever our perimeter players get beat, they just follow them into Rob, and you literally can't shoot over him. I don't think that's gonna change. No. Like he played a great game last game, but like I said, I think he's getting healthier, and I think the energy from the garden is like fueling him a little bit to I'm work hard. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's the biggest X factor in this game. I think the garden, the energy that the garden brings is really, really going to have an impact on this game. And it had an impact in the last game for sure. And I think that's huge. And that's something that we can't really account for. That's why there's so much variance in this game. Like we know it's going to be there, but we're not sure how much it's going to affect the Warriors because the Warriors have been in loud games before. We just don't know if they've ever been in anything like the garden. Especially on a yeah, Friday. I honestly, I honestly don't think our crowd affects the Warriors. I think it positively impacts our players. Yes. And I hope that it continues to, Wait, to do I, that. I, I, I think it affected Poole. Poole looked a little scared That's last true, game. Yeah. And yeah. Gary Payton actually looked a little nervous. But Poole especially, and I would say like if you threw Kaminga and Moody in, not that they really did, but the, I feel like those young kids that are our age literally, or and some of them are like, I think Kaminga's younger than us, but... I think if you threw them in there, they would be uh, scared because I fucking would be for sure. And Poole for sure looked a little raw. I think Poole's looked off just be- because it's the finals in general. Yeah, but <laughs> and he's like two years older than us, so he's yeah. Probably... Gary Payton definitely looked scared. He did not yeah. want to shoot the ball. We left him wide open, like, and he <laughs> please, <laughs> yeah, and Go he ahead. dribbled and like hesitated and passed it, and he looked yeah, he looked scared. Um, yeah. But now that you mentioned Poole, let's talk about him. Do you expect to see any? differences in his play do you expect to see him get hot or do you think this is just not the series for him and we have him under control it's it's not not the series for him like i can i could see him getting hot one game most likely at home um because he does feed off the energy i just think the boston energy you know that's one thing like and then uh, the warriors energy is another thing at home so i think I think he does feed off the energy but i and i think if he does have a good game it'll most likely be at home so I'm not too high on on anything from him tonight, but I do think he's a phenomenal player. It's just he's young, 
and it's gonna he just needs like two more years he was literally in the g league like last year he just give him a minute yeah. to mature but in terms of like right now in the present i'm not sure if i'm expecting too much from him this game but i could definitely see something coming up on a game five and game six yeah i agree i think also we're just defending him really well and yeah. he's just missing shots like it, it's a combination of both so it i don't know He's gonna. Well, have to- I think we underestimate Derek White's athleticism because he's not. He's oh, yeah. not. He's no, no nowhere near a pool athlete, but he's definitely. Like, well, but he's just a great defender. Yeah, yeah. Um, laterally and you know, good length and using his body and his arms and just yeah, he just does the fundamentals, if you will. Um, another thing I wanted to get to is I want to talk about Clay's comments about the garden. So I'm gonna read it. Oh, he said, God. "Uh, we played in front of rude people before." Dropping F-bombs with children in the crowd. Real classy. Good job, Boston. What did you make of that comment? So this is hard because I'm a huge Clay fan, but I think he yeah. just – I think it's – like, it doesn't really matter, but at the end of the day, that was not right. I mean, it wasn't classy for us to drop F-bombs, but everyone does it across the world. If you look at soccer stadiums in other countries, oh, yeah. like, we're not even close. I under – I think – I, I'm pro, and I said this before with Kyrie, I'm pro athletes swearing at us and us swearing at athletes. Yeah. I, but I, I don't want it. It's never should be like racial slurs and stuff that okay. crosses the line. You don't want to cross the line, but like, fuck Draymond is not a bad, yeah. like, F- fuck you, and Draymond. honestly, fuck, fuck Draymond. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, that was just, I, I think that was a bad take on Clay, but it was funny because I've been on Twitter a lot and Celtics Twitter is awesome. They just, they completely have every clip of all the times the Warriors fans were fuckheads and like yeah. just completely every time anyone mentioned something, they would just drop that. And then Draymond also swore and said shit in front of his child. Yeah, right in the um, press conference. No, but yeah. the worst, dude, the the funny thing I saw was the clip from a couple of years ago when the Warriors fans called LeBron. A yeah, they're like, bitch. yeah, and then yeah. Clay was like, oh, I guess he got his feelings hurt. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And now, and now Clay's complaining about us saying, fuck you, Draymond. Also, on the NBA 2K game, not that this matters, but it's rated, it's not rated like E for everyone. Or it is, but it's rated, there's a rating on it for swearing. Like, I, they're like, they, in the game, even they, they account for the fact that you're going to hear swearing and that maybe you shouldn't like, or maybe you should just be wary I of mean, that. So, dude, it's it's fucking sports, Clay. Come on, man. It's also like a once in a lifetime, like this, or potentially once. Finals, yeah, shut, it's just ridiculous. He just was mad that he lost. That's what Unless that is, which is understandable because he's giving. Yeah, our I agree. If um, if you want to give a specific like thing that crossed the line, go ahead. But saying like f bombs, come on, dude, grow up. Yeah, it's, it's the NBA finals. Yeah, and I think. Um, it just was like one of those things he probably said in the heat of the moment. He probably wouldn't take it back. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't like Boston fans because now he's now he's villain in Boston, most likely. Yep. And now and now it's going to be much worse for him. And I'm sure it's going to fuck Clay and fuck Yeah, Clay and Curious to see if if we boo him. If we boo him, like when he touches the ball and all oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll boo him the entire time. Well, that's yeah. Funny. But we've I don't, done that to I don't a like the player. booing. I don't like the booing. It's. It makes them – it's, like, not that effective. I, the yelling and the cheering for the Celtics is what's more effective because the booing got Kyrie, like, it wasn't as – like, I like when they it's, yell. It depends who it is. Kyrie's yeah. kind Kyrie of – Kyrie give a shit. A, yeah, just a different breed. We'll, we'll see. I don't know if we'll, if we'll boo him or not. Um, no, but, but – Do you have anything else on the game? It's funny because these fucking Warriors fans – and it's not all of them because I do know some diehards, and, it's, and I'm sure now we're going to have that just because of the players we have, but there are so many Warriors fans that did not know who Steph was until like 2016 or mm-hmm. like, didn't know who, where they, like who thought 
Golden State was like a city in California. <laughs> like, so, like you know, if you they're bandwagoners that like they stuck on, but they don't. The way they argue basketball is just ridiculous. Like they're calling Horford dirty. That was they have a very. Have, I don't know if you saw that, but there were players. There were there were players calling, uh, or not players. There were people, fans calling Horford dirty for um getting Steph injured which no one wants to see see Steph that injured we all love even, watching Steph play not even close to dirty and, and they said on the closeout was dirty too which is complete horse shit and you guys have Draymond Green and Zaza Pachulia on your teams so you can't I can't it. believe I, I couldn't believe that that was a flagrant on that closeout but it, it wasn't it was such a, a poor but you know whatever and also the announcers were even like oh yeah that's nothing like they're who's going <laughs> for the ball no one wants to see Steph hurt. Like you think we want to, if we win a title, you think we want to do it over a team that lost their best player. And then like, no, that's he, like, he that's was like clearly the going title. for the ball. And also no one even mentioned it because it was such a like clear, Normal non, play. he's looking play. at the ball. I've watched this video a thousand <laughs> times. It's just, it was warriors fans are so close minded. And I think most fan bases are, but I think the Celtics, I, I can, complete it's this boston stereotype and media is fucking ridiculous we're one of the most passionate fan bases in the world and yeah. it's just i i just because we're boston we're hated but you know and it's funny because a lot of people bring um just politics and stuff into it and it's just it gets annoying sometimes yeah, but you know it, it, we, we're trying to keep it to sports you know it's basketball, just, dude like but just, all right let's um let's let's finish with just our thoughts on the game so what um what are your keys tonight and what do you expect to happen? Well, keys tonight, it's hard. You're not gonna shut down Steph. I, I think you just try to play how you did like last game. You just lock down. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously not that we, we talked about the dropping, but yeah, I I mean, I think there's hopefully they they will stop doing that. I think that's the big thing is they keep up on Steph instead of dropping back on the switch and um, yeah, they're going to continue to switch. That's what they do. That's what they've yeah. been playing the entire time. And they're just going to look to shut down Steph. And on the Warriors' end, I think I think it's it's harder to say keys for wins when you're um, like just the winning team. I think it's different for the Warriors. True, so yeah. as a loser, I, I think um, I think the Warriors actually are going to play Kevon Looney more because they were getting crushed on the offensive rebounds. And dude, I'm curious to see if they throw in Kuminga and maybe Moody and like just switch up their rotation. that's a tough that's a tough time to put them in like yeah hey come off the bench into this this is going to be one of the craziest environments that's been yeah. in years because covid you know like locked yeah. us out of a couple this is one of like the first playoffs where it's been normal so this is going to be one of the craziest environments we've had in years i don't know and you have to think when pre-covid kaminga and moody were like in high school so they yeah. haven't really experienced anything like this in their entire life. I think it would be a really tough spot to put them in, to throw them in and be like, Hey, go win us this game or be like, Oh yeah, go, definitely. go, give a, go be like I a secondary score. I think there's at least a chance um, that they get like yeah. five, five or 10. Well, minutes. I mean, some, some players like I'm sure LeBron player was like, Oh yeah, fucking give it to me. So like, who knows? Yeah. I mean, some players are built different, but yeah, no, I, it's good. I heard that Steph is injured and I'm not sure how much he's actually in or not, not to say that he's not injured, but like, I, I don't know what his injury is. And yeah. if he's going to play, it's, it'll be, in, we don't know how much it's going to hinder him. So yeah. we don't know how bad it is yet. So that is a certain thing. Not that we wanted to see him injured, but that is a thing that could um, push it more towards Boston, especially the garden. I, I think, 
yeah, it'll be interesting to see. He's definitely going to play. I don't know like what percentage he'll, he'll be feeling, but my biggest key to the game is for the Celtics to limit turnovers. I think we had 12 or 13 last game, yeah. which is a completely fine number, even though we had through three quarters a good yeah, amount. We like keeping we pace, we would have had like 20. Keeping pace, we would have been bad. Uh, but one turnover in the fourth quarter and 13 for the game is like we will take that all day. We can't get up to the 17, 18, 19 turnover range. Yeah. That's Those are the games we lose. And then also before we um, go to our next segment, I just want to say like if the Warriors come out tonight and shoot the lights out and there's nothing we can do and Steph and Clay and Poole are all hitting crazy shots and we lose, I will be fine with losing that way. Yeah, we did what we need to do. Yeah, if we come out and turn the ball over and shoot ourselves in the foot and hand them a game like we did in game two, I will be upset and concerned. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so that I think that's our the end of our final uh or our finals preview for game four. Um, it's gonna be a great game. I'm very excited to watch it. And yeah, we'll be coming up. We're gonna be doing the segment that Jordan had. Okay, guys, we're here. We're gonna do some NBA start bench cuts, and then we're gonna do some NBA would you rather's for players. This is a fun segment I've seen going around. Max uh, said he was excited for it, so this should be fun. going in cold. Yeah, Max has never heard any of these. So we're going to go start bench cut. Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Ayton. Oh, fucking. <laughs> Dude, like, that's a. Okay, so so what I've been hearing from research is that DeAndre Ayton uh, has no motor and, like, was not willing to go into the Suns game. Apparently, he plays video games all day. He's extremely lazy. He's not really willing to work. So I don't know how much of that is he didn't get his contract and now he's pissed about it and he just fucked off all season. Mm -hmm. So because he has sort of this X factor of laziness, I'm going to bench him. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. For starting, I think. Don't do it. Don't do it. Who are my other two? Who are my other two? It's Kat and Rudy. This is, this is an easy one. Am I starting? (laughs) Actually. Okay. I think I'm starting DeAndre in a benching Rudy and I'm I'm cutting no Kat. dude cat. I just think cat <laughs> no no, no wait no no this is easy. This is dude. The thing is cat is so offensively talented. Yeah, cat's right, just a better wanna, player than Rudy. Wanna, I guess I'm cutting Rudy. I guess I'm, I'm starting Rudy. I'm starting cat benching Aiden and cutting Rudy. Rudy's just okay, not the, I'm not I'll tell you what I'm definite about. <laughs> and I'll here's what it is. Hold on. <laughs> I'm telling you what I'm definite about is I'm not starting cat because cat is not a winner and he is Dude, not a smart none basketball of them are. player. <laughs> none of them are. No, I know, I know, but I'm saying like DeAndre Ayton, that is a star. DeAndre Ayton could be better if he is um in the right situation. Well, we don't know. Okay, so if he's in the right situation, dude, and maybe it's situational that he like we said, dude, there is this out where he just fucked off because no one paid him for that contract extension. He's like, I'm be- I'm playing on fucking free money right now, which in hindsight, though, I guess he would have to play harder to get the extension, and he was fucking off. That is true. I guess, yeah, I guess you would kind of have to have to take Carl Anthony Towns. You have to, bro. I mean, I would be fine if you had Aiton over Cat. I think Rudy has to go. It, Rudy, yeah, can't... Rudy's the most limited on everything. Well, he's the best defender, but he's the most limited offensive right, player. So I need a final, I need a final opinion from you. You need to give a definitive I answer. Kat, I guess it's Cat, Aiton, Rudy. So Cat, start Cat, cut, okay. cut. Or fucking bench eight in and cut Rudy. Okay, well that's I sw- hard. I swayed you there. Okay. Yeah, Next you one. did because. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Start bench cut, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Jason Tatum. Oh, fucking day. Dude. <laughs> well, okay. I think this one's pretty – oh, fuck. This one's pretty easy. Um, Starting Jason Tatum, he has the most potential. Um, He's the well, youngest. Yeah. Yeah, he has who, well. He's the youngest, so yeah. He right now, it. though, who's the best? Right, like right now, it's for one season. What? So like, just for the, what do you mean? Like, just who's who do you want on your team right now for one season? Who's the oh, better player? Okay, it's okay, not like okay. Potential. Well, yeah. So I guess yeah. I think right now Tatum. I think Tatum could play offensively out of his head, and right. no matter what, if he has a bad game, he's still, he's still facilitating others and he's been defending well and he's becoming quite the two-way player butler i always want on my team so i'm gonna bench him but i want him on my team always and i i just i love tatum and i think he's gonna be the best out of the three and then paul george i haven't seen play in a while and i think he's injured right now so yeah i think honestly the tough one here was butler versus tatum and like like jimmy just has that not to sleep on paul george i just think he's injured yeah he's injured right now not to say that um like like Tatum just we haven't seen that those clutch you know closing moments as consistently as we'd like to but I'm still going to start Tatum bench Butler and cut Paul George. Next one. Start bench cut. DeMar DeRozan, Jalen Brown, Brandon Ingram. I'm starting Brandon Ingram, benching Jalen Brown and cutting DeMar DeRozan unfortunately. Although DeRozan is good, this is not this is a blimp. Or a, not a blimp, a blip in his think? career, I think. <laughs> I don't think he's going to maintain what he was doing. I don't think he'll be an MVP. Like, that when he was an MVP candidate this year, which I don't think he should have been an MVP candidate this year. Um, like, that's where, that's his peak. I don't think he'll be doing that. Yeah, I agree. I th- that, this was kind of an easy He has one. a game that uh, ages well. I just think this was like a blipped up yeah. number, number year. Like, I don't expect him to do that much more often. I don't know. I think he's... A little underrated. He's filthy. He's but... underrated. I, he's a great player. He's filthy. But in the terms of like fucking Brandon Ingram, a six eleven monster who yeah shoots you, you're the ball. Taking Ingram over JB. Yeah, I am. Ingram, I would. Too. Ingram is a better offensive player, and I really like Jalen Brown. I really, really do. And he's showing this whole other level that he has. But and yeah. that Ingram has never shown. I'll give and I'll give Jalen Brown that. And that's why it does make that harder. Um, that being said, like. If I'm like, go get me a bucket, I'm giving the ball to Brandon Ingram. Because that's what we're doing. We're doing take a guy right now and go get me a bucket. I agree. I would take Ingram. I think that's very close. And Jalen can. It is very close. And with uh, with the win tonight, man, you know, I'm fucking throwing him right up there. (laughs) All right. Next one. Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, and Zach Levine. Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to cut Bradley Beal. Um (laughs) <laughs> why you're making a face what is that about <laughs> i just uh, i i think i think that's crazy to cut brad beal but go ahead well it, it he didn't he didn't play that great last season he's injured now and he is older i think i think you start donovan even though donovan doesn't play any defense but bradley yeah. beal doesn't play any defense either and then i think zach levine that's where it gets tricky. Like, I guess, actually, I guess, I guess Brad Beal is better than Zach Levine. He is better than Zach Levine right now, but Zach Levine's good. And I think very- like, like he's, a, I don't know though. That's the thing. Like, that's a hard one. Cause they, it's hard to like compare the two. I think especially because I'm going to assume Bradley Beal comes back full strength. I'm starting Bradley Beal benching Donovan and 
cutting Levine. Brad Beal is well, one of the comes best back at full strength. Well, if he comes back at full strength, but you're saying take him right now, and he he was averaging 23 and seven. So I'm not taking 23 and seven. Games. Brad Beal. The two years before he averaged 30 and 31. I, I yeah, think two years is a long time, taking, and he's like and he's like 32, 33. I'm still taking Brad Beal for this upcoming season. Well, I'm saying if he's full strength, I'm taking him. But for right now, at, at 23 and seven, Brad Beal, uh, who is just injured and um doesn't play defense i guess none of them play defense not not three all three of those guys don't play defense yeah. but i guess i would take donovan right now and then zach or i guess bradley beal of zach levine the thing is bradley beal is a good shooter and a good like he's a better shooter than levine but levine's more athletic vertically levine's but brad beal's faster what levine's a sniper too yeah it's bradley just hard it's hard to compare them score he's a yeah, Beal's a better, Beal's a more complete scorer. Yeah, and then but they both don't play defense, so then it feels the yeah. So I guess I'll take Beal. So bench okay. Beal and then cut Levine. Next one, start bench cut. Clay Thompson, Marcus Smart, Mikhail Bridges. Hey guys, real quick, right here. I thought Jordan was talking about Miles Bridges, not Mikhail Bridges. So pretend that this is me thinking about Miles Bridges and not Mikhail Bridges. Okay, thank you. Sorry about that. I really like this one. Dude, these <laughs> this, one's, this one's hard. I hate star bench cuts, dude. <laughs> these are hard. Um, huh? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, it's not. I'm. Oh fuck. I'm not starting smart. I'm not going to do. It. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> I know that's what you want me to do, but no. I'll give you mine. Mine because no, because is... smart has a lot of games where he's just as bad. I think you can rearrange those three in any order, and it would make sense. Yeah, I think that's 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 the answer. It's any of them. That's the no. You final have to answer. get definitive answer. You have to, no. You have to. Fuck. Um. <laughs> I, I think I'm going. Uh, uh, dude. Fuck. Uh, Clay. Clay Smart Bridges, maybe. I agree. No, I'm, I don't I'm know. Starting smart. Clay, I'm starting Clay, benching smart, and cutting Bridges. But... Dude, well, Bridges just posted him drinking fucking lean and smoking a joint on his story. So I is that is that tainting your view of him as a basketball player? Well, I've heard that he's just like kind of fucking he's like a rapper and he's kind of crazy and doesn't fucking <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, all these guys work hard. I don't know. Yeah. I don't fucking all know right. this bullshit. You know what? Speaking of Mikhail Bridges, we're going to move on to a would you rather now oh, Mikhail Christ. Bridges edition. Oh, we we can run through these rapid fire. If we disagree, I'll tell you. If we agree, I'll just keep giving you names. Okay. Would you rather Mikhail Bridges or Desmond Bain? Desmond Bain. Mikhail Bridges choked in the the Sun series. I'm a I was really big fan of him. I think I even had him like one of my top remaining players, but that choke was very bad for the Suns. And I don't know what that meant, but it wasn't very good. And I think Desmond Bain, uh, he just played better in the playoffs and he stepped up in some big moments yeah i like desmond bain more than mikhail bridges he's a very good one just for now after especially after that game seven that was a historical loss and i take a lot of value out of that loss i think it's gonna affect him mikhail bridges or seth curry mikhail wait what oh seth it's not steph um mikhail bridges i agree uh draymond over bridges these are all bridges over Mikhail Bridges? Yeah, Draymond or Bridges. 
what they don't even like compare i, I don't know uh <laughs> yeah. fucking fuck draymond mikhail okay jordan pool pool pool's faster pool pool little yeah pool yeah i agree i agree again pool's very good clay yeah. Uh, I think Bridges, unfortunately, but he's just faster right now than Clay because Clay is clearly. Really, on. I'll take Clay there. I think I'll take Clay over Bridges right now. R.J. Barrett. I don't know how high I am on R.J. Barrett. I am <laughs> high on him. I am he's high. Very, on him, he's very weird. Yeah, but he's like the team's weird. And I, I think, like, if he's on a, any other team, he's a much better player. But I don't know. So, because of that, I guess maybe. No, no, I'm going to take Barrett. I'm going to take Barrett. I'm going to take Barrett. I'll Barrett. take Barrett, too. Uh, yeah. Mikhail Bridges or Halliburton? Halliburton. I like Halliburton a lot. All right. I, 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 not in the stats, but, like, Halliburton's going to be a fucking dog. And yeah, I like he, he has good stats, too. He's a sick passer. Um, all right. We mostly agreed there. Um, would you rather LaMelo Ball edition? Lamelo Ball or Trey Young? Oh fuck you, uh, Lamelo Ball actually, because Trey Young he, really? he well, dude, in these playoffs, in these playoffs, they found the Heat guarded him perfectly, and he yeah, got shut down. Heat, the Heat are Lamelo could he's not gonna sh- he could shoot not as much as Trey Young, not as good as Trey Young, but he's a better passer than Trey Young, more creative passer. But Trey Young's good. But if we can get Lamelo on defense, I'm worried he might turn into Trey Young. That's like I think I think Trey Young is more of a mid level to a full ish floor for Lamelo, and I think Lamelo could be better. Like I, I think, think that's a floor. I, I agree. I'll take Lamelo too because of his size. <laughs> Trey's gonna get picked on on yeah. defense whole career. Um, Lamelo or Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards. I am extremely high on him. I'm so fucking high on Anthony Edwards. He is he is a crazy I mean they're both crazy athletes, but Anthony Edwards is like a like a unique athlete and what he was doing is insanity. I lo- I'm very very high on him. He's like he's literally our age and he was in the playoffs. Melo hasn't even been in any play- meaningful really yeah. playoff games yet. I'm this much one, higher on Anthony This one's Edwards. super tough. I'm going to take LaMelo here. I think he's just a clearly a better passer i think it's easier to build around Lamelo. i don't think it matters though i think anthony edwards is going to be a better defender rebounder maybe and maybe better maybe not a better like i think he would get better at getting to the bucket not i mean if you can get his jump shot up yeah they'll be, be huge they'll be similar in terms of scoring and then i think Lamelo's playmaking is more valuable than all the other aspects of edwards so that's why i'm taking Melo. uh here's a weird one Lamelo or zion Wait, wait, wait. I want to go back. But if LaMelo's at his floor, he's a sieve on defense. And I don't want, I would take Anthony Edwards on that. I don't, I don't think, I think there's a, I think there's a big turning back, turning point coming. Well, no, dude, I watched a lot of Charlotte Hornets basketball, dude. LaMelo was very uninterested in lots of those defensive assignments and he would get lost and get picked on. He, he started off playing defense well, but he needs to grow in that. And it's, he is literally a sieve. Like he gets cut on very easily and he's not aware. And he just kind of fucks around sometimes. And that's what I'm worried about. Anthony Edwards has that fucking dog in him. And that's, and Lamelo has been a, been a yes man or has had a yes, yes man around him his entire life. And I almost wonder if I'm a little scared that no one's going to be able to like actually coach him and get him to do something. And that's where I fear him turning into a Trey Young. Yeah. Well, if he's a six, seven Trey Young, I will gladly take that. (laughs) 
So, um, I mean, if yeah. he stays at Trey Young and the NBA is better at defending it and is more used to it, I don't know. That's a little scary. All I'm saying is Anthony Edwards is 6'4 with like a fucking 42 inch vertical and is has pure like just muscle and is built. I don't know. I, I just like Anthony Edwards more than this. What's yeah, next one? super close. Next one is LaMelo or Zion. Oh, uh, LaMelo. Zion's I'm worried about Zion's injuries. I, I, I'm so high on Zion, but if he is fat and I'm worried about his injuries, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. We just haven't seen. LaMelo. That's so hard, but yeah, I'll go. I'll go Zion. I believe Zion will figure it out. And Zion has a higher ceiling than LaMelo because Zion I, before I, he was injured was playing fucking awesome. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, so no, of course. He's, <laughs> he's probably my favorite player to watch when he's playing. But, he's so good. Uh, next one, LaMelo or Shea Gilgis Alexander. They're very similar. Or no, not yet. Yeah, kind of similar. They're oversized point guards. I don't know if Shea has the touch that LaMelo does, but um, I would take, I think, LaMelo. I'll take LaMelo, too. Next one, Drew Holiday. Actually, no. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, I think I think I might take Shea. I like his defense. I actually, I like his defense, and I and if they're, because they're so similar offensively, if I can get the bonus of defense, I'll take Shea. Shea's great. I think uh, LaMelo has a higher ceiling because of his height. I, I think I agree. Um, Lamelo or Drew Holiday? This is weird. Oh, you're saying right now? Yeah, who'd you rather Drew have? Holiday, you Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Drew <laughs> Holiday. Yeah, dude. That's not even hard. Is it? That's not it, even hard. I think it's it not is. Hard. And I it's honestly, not. it's not hard. Honestly, Drew Holiday is a Lamello, thousand times smarter, and brains are gonna beat. If you put Lamelo on the Bucks, if you put Lamelo on the Bucks, and took Drew Holiday off, nope, they would be Bad unstoppable thing. on offense. I mean, they'd be weird on offense, but bad. No, they would be weird. You throw them, you you throw them in the playoffs, though. Drew Holiday is is very important to that team, and he's smarter than Lamelo. And I like, I like Drew Holiday. I'll take Drew right now as well, but I think that's way closer than you think it is. Uh, Next one, Lamelo or next two years, Lamelo or De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is crazy good, crazy athleticism, but Lamelo has a. I, I like him more. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I have one more Jason Tatum edition. We're going to start off with a big debate. Jason Tatum or Luka Doncic? Luka is a better, is going to no be hesitation. <laughs> I love Jason Tatum so much. And if he can continue to be this two way player that he's peaking, but pretending or not pretending, but he like that we predict him to be, that's big. But Luka's going to be <laughs> Luka, Luka, dude, Luka's not even really on a good team that's fit around him and he's not even in shape. And like he's injured. And he <laughs> yeah, he's bad. A full normal season. He hasn't had like a full normal season. Like this could be this guy special. Unfortunately, yeah. The, the only um, argument this. for Tatum is the defense, but I'll take Luca there too. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is um. This is for the next love five. Tatum. Years. I love Tatum. <laughs> this one is not a would you rather. It's specifically who do you want for the next five years? So that doesn't change the answer there. I, I assume it's still Luca. But uh, next one, Giannis. Yo, wait, Giannis or Tatum? Yeah. <clears throat> it's got to be Giannis. Giannis is the best player on earth right now. In my yeah, he's still, he's still young enough that I think five years, Giannis. Yeah, still it's got to be Giannis. Giannis uh, is quick. That should have been a quicker answer for me. That's yeah. Giannis, yeah. Next five years, Tatum or Ja? Tatum. Tatum. I'm worried about Ja's injuries, and I also like Tatum more, and I think he affects the – game more at his peak at when he's at his peak he's affecting the game more. yeah now these next four is where it starts to get tough next five years tatum or steph 
Tatum, easy. Really? Steph's going to be old. Steph's going to get think? old. If he's injured he? now, if he's actually injured now with that angle injury, that's a big, that's a kind of a big injury. He's 34. LeBron's 37 and he's fine. Steph has had more injuries than LeBron. LeBron has not had Steph doesn't like need to LeBron. jump like LeBron. I, I think he kind of does to run around the court the way he does. It's not about the jumping either. It's about the running yeah. and the diving and the way he plays. I don't know. I, 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 I think I would take Tatum. Steph is I'll the take. best player, best offensive player on earth right now. Or yeah. Best shooter on earth. Best shooter. On earth. I think he might be the best offensive player. I'll take Tatum for the next five years. Next one, Kevin Durant or Tatum. Next five years. Uh, Tatum. After what we saw, after what we saw from KD, if that's a if that's a glimpse into if that's a glimpse, dude, I love KD. I don't want to do this, but it's just because he's he has had injuries. He's getting up there in age, age, and that's just a glimpse. Or in five years though, three years, Tatum, KD is going to be really really fucking good. But five years. He could be starting to decline, and that's yeah. why I take Tatum. Tatum's going to be entering his prime, so this yeah. is, I think that's why. That's what, it's the time thing. It's, a, it's not a thing about KD. Um, Jason Tatum or Joel Embiid for the next five years. Joel can Embiid can get on a team that's like built around him, and he well, that's not what it is. It's just who do you want on your team? It's it's hypothetical. Well, yeah, I I'm worried about Joel Embiid's health. I really, really am because he's so fucking good. But if he can, I'm really worried about his health. So for that, I'll take Tatum because I don't want to. I'm those big men. They they take a lot more damage, and the we see the sizes of the fucking guys coming in the NBA and how athletic it's getting. I just worry about Embiid's health long term. Yeah, Tatum years, has been very. Every single year. Tatum has been very. Stop, don't even shut up. Don't even say that. Stop it. Don't even say that. Just don't even <laughs> get through it. Go through the next thing. Uh, no, because I'm taking Embiid. I think yep. Embiid for the next five years is going to dominate the league. And, I mean, I, I don't care about the injury concerns because I think he's just that good. Tatum isn't on Embiid's level quite yet. So, I'm going to take Embiid. Um, next five years. You almost jinxed us. Jinxed us, bitch. Jason Tatum or Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi's, ha- Kawhi's injury is another. It's just what that is. Is Kawhi's injuries and age is what gets him you don't even know do we even do we but do we even know if he's going to be playing like like when he's coming back do you know anything about him do you know how if he's been rehabbing if he wants to play basketball like well let's assume he is then he's better than tatum but well no i don't don't know dude we haven't seen him play in like fucking a year and a half i don't know what he's got and he was coming back from an injury got injured right like i don't know yeah tatum i know what i'm getting from him yeah i'll take tatum too but if Kawhi comes back and is healthy Kawhi for the next five years yes Really, I think Tatum's gonna get better. Over it is health is healthy is healthy, yeah. Kawhi. Because Kawhi, because think- what I saw Kawhi Leonard do at his prime was I've never seen stuff like that before. Yeah, I know, but I don't think he'll get back to there. And I think Tatum could possibly reach that yeah, level. If, well, we don't know because Kawhi's thirty, and we haven't seen him playing forever, so we don't know what his what his injuries are like. Yeah, I'll take Tatum. Um, that was the last one I had. Um, fun segment there. We should, we, we'll do fun. more of those. We'll hopefully, um, get more of the boys on, get more opinions and stuff. Yeah. The boys have uh, been busy. Yeah, I know. But, uh, we'll be right back with some more. Alrighty. Um, I'm here with Jeff. We're doing three UFC fighters and fights to watch out for in this upcoming pay-per-view. This pay-per-view is a straight banger, dude. It's, I'm extremely excited. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, who's the first fight that sticks out to you, Jeff? Uh, let's start it from the top. Let's go Glover Yeary. Yeah, this fight's this is gonna awesome. be a phenomenal mix of styles, dude. It's such a mismatch. Like Yuri, uh, it, or no, sorry, Glover is 
he's so fundamental. He's so technically sound. He's a good boxer, good jujitsu, good grappler. He's just great all, overall. And then Yuri is the complete opposite. He's unconventional. He's non-fundamental. He's yeah. really taken the way of the samurai and he like trains in the mountains and does all this insane yeah he's a fucking nut (laughs) yes he throws like the strangest strikes and attacks and um glover's kind of patented move is the left hook um you can tell like he's got like yeah he's got very mike yeah yeah mike tyson-esque boxing style it's exactly to watch yeah he definitely watched a lot of tyson growing up and he just ducks and weaves and throws that and is waiting for that killer left hook one two three Yes, and he's looking for that kind of killer left, but um, he really he's a, but he's also just a Brazilian jujitsu all time. Yeah, right he's amazing at everything. There's nothing he's bad at. He's a phenomenal wrestler, phenomenal jujitsu, phenomenal striking. Yeah, he and just excels in every aspect of the game. Up there with the best. Exactly, and then Yuri, Yuri's got an insane fight career. He's been fighting forever. He's been. He's on this insane win streak. He's been knocking everyone out. He's got a 96% finish rate. He, he's also lethal on the ground, but he's more lethal with his with his knockout rate. Yeah, he's, a, he's phenomenal on the feet. He is. He, he leaves a little too to be desired on the ground, I'll say, no doubt. But on the feet, he's about as good as you possibly can get. He's phenomenal. Yeah, and both of these guys are prone to getting hurt. And that's what kind of what is going to be interesting about this fight is um, what what I think uh, Glover is going to try and do is, you know, keep it kind of just play on the defensive end and not try and trade too much with Yuri and avoid that knockout punch and stuff and more just use his jujitsu because he's much better at jujitsu and try, kind of try, take it to the ground. But Yuri is so unconventional. It's going to be interesting to see how he comes out because that's going to really dictate how this goes because I don't really... Yuri's an X factor and it's hard to know what he's going to do and how he's going to handle this. But I, I, this is just going to be an awesome fight. This is just going to be... It's a hard yeah. fight to bet because it's such a mismatch of styles. It's such like perfectly just a balanced fight. So it's going to be... You're, you could see anything happen, so... Yeah, that's that's a great fight to pick. Um, the next pick fight we're gonna talk about. Um, this fight is pretty awesome. We're gonna talk about Zhang Weili and Joanna John Jacek, Victor Chespolsko. Uh, this is just gonna be a crazy fight. Uh, it's a rematch. This fight is most famous for probably everyone. Most of you have probably seen it. It's when Joanna John Jacek gets um the huge bruise on yeah. her head and her bubbles out. That's what that fight. That's what that is from. Um. She looked like a fucking alien. She did. So this is going to be a really, really just crazy fight. Solid fight. Um, It's going to be... Joanna hasn't fought in like two years, I think. Since that fight. Yeah, so um, one thing I heard is that... I mean, obviously, if you watch Joanna fight, and if you're fans like we are, like shout out the motherland, we're fans of... Yes, uh, sir. Yes. So um, if you watch her fight and you're a fan of her, you know that she's extremely aggressive and... She doesn't have like the most knockout power. She more of has a lot of touching power that accumulates. Yeah, and she, she just lays it on you. Yeah. And she throw and she just she's like just a strong striker. She's really, really aggressive. That's kind of like the word I think that's best to describe her. She's extremely aggressive. Um yeah, and super tactical on the feet. She's super smart with her shots. And yes. Picks and chooses them wisely, even though she throws a high volume of them. 
Yes. And um, she she tends to just like go for it. And the issue with that is that Zhang, if that's what Joanna does in this fight, Zhang's going to win because Zhang just has killer shots and she's going to be able to like survive. I've, I've, I think she's going to be able to handle that and defend that better. And especially, I think also as these rounds get later in the championship rounds, it's going to be an, it, it's going to be an, a hard thing for Joanna because she's coming back for two years. This is a five round fight, right? No, it's a three rounder. Oh, it's only three rounder. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Yep. I scratched that then, but um, that's, that's to Joanna's advantage because I think if it was a five round fight, that could be an issue because yeah, she, it should have been a five round. Yeah, it should have been. I wish it was, but you know, this is what I think is most people, people's choice. Like, um, the people's main, main event yeah because this one this one is the one i'm probably the most excited for on the entire card although no yuri doubt. and glover is just such a strange fight it's like a 40 something year old man fighting a 29 year old man and they're complete mismatch style so that one's gonna be super interesting and this next fight that we're gonna talk about is super interesting but this one is probably takes the cake as like my favorite this one's gonna be a banger no, no matter what um there's no way it's gonna be like a rose namahunas last fight like that was yeah shit this one's gonna be crazy um i think joanna just needs to sit back in the pocket like you said and pick pick and choose and kind of uh pick zang Lee apart but i i it's it this is just a crazy fight i obviously we're gonna yeah. throw some money on polish power but you know you know it, uh zang Lee comes in at the favor here and i think that's probably fair and yeah, it, give I, me a Polish I, underdog every night, baby. Exactly, exactly. And so, what's the final fight you want to talk about, Jeff? Uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus Talia Santos. Mm, this is a great fight. So, those of you that don't know, Shevchenko is just fucking dominant, and she's yeah, she. You could argue she is the most dominant fighter ever. Yes. Period. You yes. She's good she is and she just doesn't lose <laughs> and she makes quick work of her opponents um yeah any way you want she can make quick work of you it's it's honestly crazy to watch this it's one's crazy. five rounds right yep yep yeah championship okay. fight yep that's what i thought just making sure so yeah this is a huge fight yeah santos is uh 19 and one so she comes in with a She's also on a very good win streak, and she's yeah, she, she she's brutal as well. Yeah, Harry. this is not going to be an easy test for Shevchenko. That's a, by any no, means. I this is going to be a great fight. I think it's going to be a very actual like decent fight for a Valentina fight, no doubt. She's going to bring it to agree. her. I completely agree. I um I I actually I did not touch betting this fight any sort of way because I think this is going to be like one of the bigger tests she's faced and. I just I from what I've seen with Nunez being dethroned and the Namahunas losing, like I don't know. I I, I no one is no one in the ladies yeah. division is no one in any division is solid. Yeah. It just especially happens. Valentina hasn't had a big fight like that. And I mean, no one's really brought it to her since Nunez. Yeah, so that's and and Santos has a similar not obviously yeah. Nunez, Nunez is a one-of-a-kind fighter and one of the pound-for-pound pound best and heaviest hitters and all that but yeah boiled down you do have Santos is in that kind of realm of similarity and that was a test for Shevchenko so that's a, that's kind of a style that matches up nicely against um, Shevchenko so that's why it's such an intriguing fight 
I'm just, I, it's hard, really hard to bet because I could see it going either way. The late, the women's division in MMA right now is completely stacked. Yeah. MMA, always, MMA in general, the entire sport is just fucking awesome. Yeah. But MMA in general right oh, now is just beautiful. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Um, this is going to be an insane card. Uh, I know we didn't get into much of the undercard, but it is going to be a really good undercard. Um, you can actually hear us get more uh into the undercard and get more in depth on the fights on the uppercut podcast with me and jeff uh we're actually gonna be yes, recording sir. that later today and that will be out around that'll be out before ufc so listen to that podcast if you want to hear um our takes on ufc some mma and stuff and just news about combat sports in general uh it's a really good time and yeah we're going to be going into more analysis on like the fights that we're excited about giving more than three fights and giving our some bets we're going to be making and stuff like that so give that a listen but thank you all for coming on thank you all for listening and uh let's go celtics let's get this fucking w see you guys later